Questions of Value and Honor The holiday season is an interesting time of year. It's a time of perspective and a lack thereof. At its best, the holidays are the warm embrace of friends and family, time to reflect upon all for which we are thankful, a chance to step away from our busy lives and focus on what really matters. At worst, it's people trampling each other for discounted merchandise, stress over hosting the best party and serving the perfect meal, spending money we don't have on things we don't need. Parties and presents aren't bad. They're just a problem when they become our focus. It happens. We get caught up in the gifts and the glitz. We get distracted by all those shiny things. That's how life is. The world is full of hope and promise and love. There just happens to be a lot of stuff that gets in the way. My mom half jokes and half complains that it's hard to do Christmas shopping when two of her sons are minimalists. The term minimalist has gained a lot of traction in recent years, and if you're unfamiliar with the concept, I recommend the Matt D'Avella-directed documentary Minimalism, which is streaming on Netflix at the time of this posting. The documentary follows Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus as they work to spread minimalism. Milburn and Nicodemus also host a website and write books on the subject. At first glance, minimalism looks like simply existing without a lot of stuff. But I tend to think it's more about turning our focus toward the things we value. The descriptive subtitle of the minimalism documentary reads, A Documentary About the Important Things. To me, that's minimalism. It's about clarifying the things we value and stripping away the rest. When my mom references her two minimalist sons, she is referring to my youngest brother Landon and me. I don't know that I would call myself a minimalist, but that's really only because I'm not much for self-applying labels or being lumped in with groups. Plus, I have two kids, and kids come with a lot of stuff. I wouldn't shy away from the term, though. I certainly work to align my lifestyle with what I believe to be the core tenets of minimalism. Landon's probably closer to a pure minimalist. At one point, everything he owned fit into the back of his Jeep. But, all labels aside, neither of us likes a lot of unnecessary stuff. That can be tricky for a mother who has still never taken an official stance on the existence of Santa Claus. I should also note that our middle brother Logan doesn't exactly shower himself in opulence either. It just so happens that Mom's minimalism complaints are generally directed toward Landon and me. She's not really complaining, either. Mom just likes Christmas, and she loves her sons and her grandchildren more than anything else. So, she likes to get us presents. Mom places her greatest value on her family, and that's the point. Whether we call it minimalism or not, we could all stand to spend a little more time identifying the things we truly value. The most significant thing I take away from the minimalism concept is a simple question presented in the documentary and one I consider to be the movement's guiding principle. Does this add value to my life? That's minimalism's central question, 
and it should be a central question in our daily lives. There are so many things we have and so many things we do that add no real value to our existence. We fall victim to habit. We allow the perceptions of others to form the lives we lead. We let others' behaviors impact our own. We exist on a wave of inertia drifting through preordained constructs with little concern for how we're really living. In order to break the cycle of mundane existence, we have to question everything. We have to determine what really adds value to all aspects of our lives. From my end, the easy part is monitoring how to spend our money. I think the misconception about minimalism is that it is a self-imposed deprival in some way. It's not. Although I think a little deprival is good, minimalism is more about reducing those things that don't bring value into our lives in order to increase our opportunities to enjoy those things we do value. It's about removing distractions and living deliberately. In a financial sense, it's about eliminating frivolities in order to have the financial freedom to pursue the things we really want. I'm not against making money or having things. It just seems like many of us stretch ourselves too thin acquiring things that bring us no real joy. We dig a hole of debt and bury ourselves with possessions. We wind up working jobs we don't love to make money to buy things we don't need, and we aren't happy. There is no real value in a great number of our possessions, and that's the problem. We can have belongings and we can enjoy them. It's just important to be clear about how much or how little each possession brings. If decorative pillows add value to your life, by all means, pillow it up. Throw extra pillows on your couch, on your bed, scatter them across your living room and swim around in them like you're the Scrooge McDuck of downfilled decoration. But if throw pillows don't do anything for you, don't buy any. Get rid of the ones you have. Simplify. That seems pretty obvious. And it is. We just get caught up in existing constructs. We think we need a bigger house, a flashier car, or the latest phone. Those things are supposed to represent the good life. Those things are supposed to make us happy, and when they don't, we just keep shoveling more possessions into the infinite abyss of our own discontent. We can have the house, or the car, or the phone, or whatever. But those things should serve us. We shouldn't serve them. We don't have to live like monks, but we should ask if the things we own are adding value to our lives. Financially, if we spend less on things we don't value, we can spend more on the things we do. Minimalism, or at least my interpretation of it, isn't just about physical possessions, though. It's about being deliberate with every aspect of our lives. For as much money as we waste, we waste even more time, and time is far more valuable. We toil away at empty pursuits. We languish in unfulfilling relationships. We take our ideas and our gifts to the grave. We have to cut things away. If we want more time, we have to give things up. We can make more money, but we can't make more time. 
Everyone on the planet has 24 hours in a day. That's 86,400 seconds, and they're all for keeps. Each tick of the clock is another second we'll never get back. So we best get as much value out of the seconds we have. We have to focus on what's really important to us, and in order to do that, we have to cut out the distractions. We have to remove those things that don't add any value to our lives. That's not an easy thing to do. Habits are hard to break, and we get accustomed to our places in the world, even if we would not choose them. We let ourselves get shackled to existing constructs, and our spirits atrophy and wither away. As hard as it might be to reduce the number of physical possessions in our lives, it's much more difficult to end a relationship or alter our behavior or break a habit. It's hard to change our lives because it's hard to change ourselves. It's a long, grueling process, but it is possible, and it starts with being honest about what we value. I try to do this. I often fail, but I try to examine every aspect of my life to find what I truly value. Then, I try to minimize the rest. I value my children. I value my brothers, my family, my friends. I value my students. I value learning and growth. I value honesty and discipline. I value service, and I value honor. Most everything else is just noise. But it can be hard to drown it all out. That's why I find the evaluation of possessions a bit easier. We ask if a purchase would really bring value to our lives. If not, we don't make that purchase. That's easier said than done, but the course of action is pretty obvious. Those intangible things are a lot harder, because the next best move isn't entirely clear. We have to ask more questions. Lately I've been trying to direct my life decisions with another simple question. Is this honorable? Or, what would an honorable man do? Honor, to me, sort of encapsulates all of the things I really value. Honor is a term that isn't thrown around a lot in modern life, at least not outside of the military. But honor, as far as I interpret it, is what I value. In the famous St. Crispin's Day monologue in Shakespeare's Henry V, the king says, I am not covetous for gold, nor care I who doth feed upon my cost. It yearns me not if men my garments wear. Such outward things dwell not in my desires. But if it be a sin to covet honor... I am the most defending soul alive. I'm certainly not trying to lump myself in with Shakespeare, but I felt attached to that quote from the first moment I heard it. To me, living a life of honor means giving my best to all those things I really value. And that is what I want. Really, that's what this media content is all about. It's all an extension of that examination, of asking, what do I value, and what would an honorable man do? That's why I started all of this stuff. I want to be a better father, brother, teacher, and friend. I want to learn and grow. I want to contribute something positive, and I want to live a life that is honest and good. 
I don't always succeed. I have far more failures than triumphs, and I hope it doesn't ever seem like I'm trying to preach to anyone else. I'm just trying to figure things out for myself and extend an open hand. Maybe that's what the holiday season is. It's a light turned on humanity. A chance to examine ourselves and the lives we lead, for better or worse. And just like in life, there are distractions. We get caught up in all the lights and sounds and rituals of the season. Those things are fine, but if we stop and ask a couple of questions, we can fill our lives with those things we really value. And we can share something good with others. For me, that means writing and thinking and creating. It means learning and growing. It means giving my best to my children and my students. It means working to serve others and trying to be an honorable man. Of course, none of this will help my mom with her Christmas shopping, but I don't claim to have any answers. I just have questions. But at the time of year when we're supposed to reflect and give and set new resolutions, the right questions are a pretty good place to start. Thank you.